Uh, a few weeks ago, we spoke to the co-author of this amazing book, um, which is called Black Lion, Alive in the Wilderness. Um, Bridget Pitt joined us, but unfortunately, um, Sikrelo couldn't join us because he didn't have a good line, but we have him on the show today. Sikrelo Kamangani Mbata, who is a wilderness guide. He is a facilitator of spiritual experiences of the wilderness. And this book, I can just go, oh, oh, it is amazing. Black Lion, Alive in the Wilderness. Sikrelo, <laughs> welcome. Thank you for joining us. Are you there? Thank you so much. Available today. Thank you so much. And I'm really humbled. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Fantastic. We can hear you loud and we can hear you clear. I've I've got to say that your book is beautiful. Your book, what a story. You paint pictures with your words. I am there with you as a young boy growing up in rural Zululand. Your relationship with nature, with your dear cousin or brother who experienced this terrible tragedy, which we will go to, the growing up, the connection with the natural world. Thank you for writing such an extraordinary book and for allowing us to go on this journey with you, Siklelo. Wow, you know, really, really incredible. Let's, let's begin with you. When I'm sure you were listening to part of our interview with Carl talking about plant-based diet. And I found so interesting you being this, this man in, in, you know, of, of, of the earth. You know, South African men love their meat, eh? But, but you, you talk about this relationship that you have the, with the wilderness and grappling with us. Talk about it. What is your thought on, eating just plants, eating animals. Let's start off there. I'm, I'm a Zulu man. Uh, I, I'm not going to make it as an excuse. I, I eat meat, but I came to realize the point that eating vegetables and, and, and eating healthy is the best way to to conserve the earth and to sustain yourself as a person as well. So um, my wife encourages that as well. Uh, we eat lo- lots of vegetables. So I've been listening to you, you know, talking to this beautiful gentleman and, 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 and it's something that we need to talk more about it. Something that we need to spread more words about it. Because if you look at the, 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 the African side, we eat a lot of starch and, and, and there's a lot of, um, um, there's a lot of, uh, illnesses that come with what we eat. So swapping and getting to vegetables maybe the way to preserve our environment, it can preserve your fish, it can preserve your cow, it can preserve your, your, your pork, your pig. It can preserve a lot of things, you know. We, 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 we can, we can, we can swap things around. And I, I'm, I'm deeply, I'm deeply touched about what you were, you, you were talking about. Mm, and I, I recall when reading your book there, you describe, I mean, you, you just talk about this connection with nature that you've had your whole life being forced to be in school when all you wanted to yes. do really was climb trees and run in the wilderness and be with animals and how you once protected a baby rabbit. These young boys were going to catch it and they were going to eat it. And yet you were compelled to save this baby rabbit that you had this tree, this great 
great umbrella thorn tree. You and your friends loved this thorn tree. And one day, yes. to your shock and horror, someone had chopped it down. And you, as the youngsters in your village, you stood up against it and you changed mindsets. See, Clelo, where, where does that come from, to be so driven by this connection with the world around you, to stand up and really protect animals and to stand up against people who are just cutting trees? Where, where does this come from? I, I think it's something that I was born with it. I, I, I won't say I was strange to other kids at the village. Uh, I, I think it's something that I was born with it, but then, my father played such an integral role because he also worked in the park. And, and during the school holidays, I would just go and, and visit my, park, my my father in the park. But then the, the strange moment, Nikki, is, is, is when I remember watching the sunset. And at the, at, at, in my village, there was a copy. At that time, there was a copy behind my homestead. And, and there was a sunset. And... And, 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 and the, the sunset and the, and the changes colors of the sunset turning to orange and, and the calf bellowing and, and looking through the homestead, you can see the smoke and the, the smell of Uputu. And I walked back home crying and my mother asked me, Sigelo, why are you crying? And it's something that I could not explain that I'm crying because of the beauty of the, of the sunset, something that I ran out of words to describe it to my mother. And it looked like I was I was a little bit, you know, strange to her. You know, the most as you, important thing yeah, sorry, is to carry reach on. that and, and, and use it for and use it for the yes, and use it and use it for to, to, to help other people to be aware of that beauty. That was my main passion from the beginning. So when the tree was cut down, the tree was recognized as the heart of the village. And, and, and I sit there with the other, uh, children in the village. We used to walk 14 kilometers to school and 14 kilometers back, crossing the rivers. And the tree was on top of the hill, uh, Akasha Totoli, Sambrella Thorn in, in common name, Umsasane Zulu. And it was a welcoming tree because you, you, you walk all up the hill and then you want to take a breath on top of the hill. And then you sit under this tree. And one day we came back and the tree has been cut down. So who cut the tree? You know, was the most, it was like, it was like a campaign, you know, who cut the tree? So we started writing, uh, respect, respectfully on rocks, crossing places, uh, washing places for, 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 for elders, for boys until the whole uh, campaign attracted the attention of the elders. And then the traditional healer asked, what are these writings all about? And they said, well, the, these writings are talking about the umbrella tree that has been cut down. Who actually killed that tree? Because the tree gave us shade, gave the livestock the shade. You know, it's, it's, it's protecting uh, uh, all of us in the village from the harsh weathers. So who actually, and thereafter, and thereafter, they started considering things like cutting the tree uh, 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 in a way that it should be protected. Not only the tree that you can cut and find, focus more on, on invasive tree instead of indigenous tree. But mm-hmm. I was at the age of six years at that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, with, with, with the other friends as well. So um, 
So it kept on going as a flame. You know, when, when there's a fire in your heart, you, you can't just sit around. So I kept on looking for more and more and more. Oh, that's beautiful, Sidnello. And I love that when there's a fire in your heart at the age of six, changing these ideas um, in your village and, and protecting trees. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We're, we're coming right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back. Um, we're having such a wonderful discussion with Sitrelo Mbata, whose wilderness name is Black Lion. He's a wilderness guide and facilitator of spiritual experiences. And he has co-authored a book, which I strongly suggest you get your hands on. It is so beautiful. Black Lion, Alive in the Wilderness. Um, and you know, Sitrelo, when we, we were chatting to Bridget Pitt, we spoke about how you got your name, Black Lion. It's when you came across this male lion so close to you, eye to eye, having this internal conversation with him yes. and the thrill, yes. the experience of that. Yes. Um, and, and you, and there are other incredible stories that you share in this book, but I would be remiss if I did not mention you spoke about the 14 kilometer walk to and from school and having to cross a myriad of rivers to get there and back. And there was such a, awful experience which really changed your life when you were young and later on when you lost your I think he was your cousin um um and and yes, uh, when yes. he was Sanele and perhaps you can just speak to this um for our audience please the, the plan at that time it's a it was a working plan because when you you know, at the age of six years and you, you walk 14 kilometers to school and you come back home. And sometimes it's winter and you walk barefoot as well. Uh, sometimes it's summer. Summer was always beautiful, but came with other hiccups as well. So along the way, summer, we will eat something like, um, uh, wild fruits like, uh, bush medlars. Red ivories, waterberries. So there was enough food to eat to school and enough food to eat back. But sometimes summer rains and summer thunderstorm will cause havoc because uh, 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 it will rain upstream and the teachers will release younger children and then the younger children have to tackle the rivers on by themselves. Why the, the, the older one were kept? Because they can be able to cross for themselves as well. They're a little bit older. They know how to swim. But at the age of seven years, six years old, you can't, you can't actually uh, cross the rivers. So then we were coming back from the school. We were released and the elder, the older children were kept to catch up with their syllabus and we we're crossing the river. So we have three rivers to cross. The first river, the second river was like a seasonal stream, but then because it was bucketing, you can tell that it was, you know, it, the, the, the last river would be difficult to cross. So this seasonal stream was now becoming a river because of, of the amount of water that, that, that it was holding. And then the third river we were crossing. So what we did was, um, was a chain, was a chain experience. So we hold each other and we, we cross as a chain. So we're holding each other. And, uh, and a friend of mine was on my left and then other girls and 
and and and and and and and and the rest of the and the rest of the group. So the log came with the form, dismantled us. The 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 group lost the balance and the focus. There was a girl that was on my right, shouted crocodile, and I looked around. I couldn't see, but the only what I saw was was a big foam and the logs coming down, a lot of the priests coming down. And on, on my left hand, there was a big force pulling. And I looked and there was a tail spinning in, in the water and blood shooting up. So we stayed around trying to recall our energy back and we ran on the riverbank, stood there looking around and I tried to pull uh, uh, the hand again but the, the, the force was too powerful. And, um, and that is how we cost, uh, that is how we lost a friend. The next day, I was supposed to go and write an exam. Uh, it was called uh, the mathematics where you write without using any object to count. You just use the mind. So the elders came, helped us to walk across obvious flash floods. The water level has dropped. You can see the rocks. So now we walked away, but I was tormented by, by, by the fear. I was, I was tormented by the sadness. And, um, and, um, it was something that was sort of like, you know, you, you close the door, but, but, but you close the door because you don't want to see what is on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. It, the process was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kept on with this, you know, haunted by this fear until I started becoming a ranger, a volunteer to become a ranger. And that's what converted, that's what changes everything uh, when I saw a, a crocodile eating a buffalo. But going back to what I have explained, uh, Nikki, is I'm talking to you today, now here. Mm-hmm. There is a woman who is closing the door because she was raped last night and, and she's closing that door because, because she doesn't want to look on the other side of the door because of fear. She's going to be living on that cocoon because she's been raped by a person who is a breadwinner at home. You understand? I'm talking to you now. Yes. There is, there is a man who has lost his job because, uh, uh, because of COVID-19 and is not being recognized as a breadwinner at home, and he's going to close the door. And and how did I creep on from that cocoon, and 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 move on with and move on with 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 my life? I think that is very important for what I have experienced. How did I regain the strength, and and continue to become a ranger and make the relationship with 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 the crocodiles, with the lions, with the and help the other people to confront these fears. I think that is very important for me to understand their side mm. uh, and and actually uh, reflect it to to our listeners that it doesn't matter how dark is it in our life, but we can still move forward and 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 we can regain strength and light again. Sikmelo, thank you for that. Uh, We're going to have to take another ad break, but please stay there before we say goodbye. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 
Welcome back. Um, we're really going through the last stretch of the show with this incredible guest, Signelo Mbata, who is in the wilderness known as Black Align. He is a storyteller. He is the bridge between man and nature. He learns and extracts wisdoms and insights from the natural world, and he shares these beautiful stories and insights in his book called Black Line Alive in the Wilderness. Just before the break, Signela was talking about this traumatic experience of losing a very close friend in a horrific crocodile attack in the, in the river, and then mentioning a woman being raped um, um, that she's closing the door and I think what Sinelo is saying is that we all have these these traumas in our lives and it's finding the meaning and the bridges and the coming back to home to self which is important and that's really what Sinelo does um, talking about extracting these incredible life lessons from the natural world behind uh, around us we're going to have to wrap up Sinelo and I don't want to give away too much because I really want to encourage people to read your extraordinary book but you also take people out on these walks how how can people get hold of you to have these incredible spiritual journeys with you it's a, it's a very simple thing if you can just go to your google just just type black lion alive in the wilderness it will lead me to my website it will lead me to my uh, my active number my whatsapp number it will lead you to the website inquiries. Just type Black Lion Alive in the Wilderness. It, you will, you will get hold, you will talk to me as, 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 as a glint of an eye. Thank you, Sikrelo. Thank you for joining us. I wish I had so much more time with you. As I said, you are a beautiful storyteller. I can imagine going on a walk with you would be the most extraordinary experience because reading the book has been and continues to be an absolute joy. Go well. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your time. It has been a, a true uh, pleasure having you on the show. I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you so much. And I wish people to have great Christmas and, and behave and take care of one another. Love and peace. Thank you so much. Man. Love and peace. Thank you, Citrello. Citrello Kambangani Mbata. The book is Black Line Alive in the Wilderness. It is beautiful. Try and get hold of Citrello. If you like to go into the bush, um, see if you can get hold of him. I can just imagine it would be an extraordinary uh, journey and adventure.